For those of you who are interested, this was the short little reflection that we did during our Christmas Eve service. When Matthew tells the story of Jesus' birth, this is how it goes. Now, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. So here we are, Pomona Valley Church, celebrating the birth of Jesus the Messiah, a little group on Zoom, our presence and celebration mediated by this digital portal that makes us little boxes on a screen to one another, or if you're just listening to the podcasts, I guess makes us a disembodied voice over the internet. How are we to understand this story like this? One of the things that struck me this year, focusing in on what Matthew in particular saw as important to tell about the birth of Jesus, was the smallness of the story. The grand genealogy that opens the book, telling the story of Jesus, the son of Abraham, the son of David, it gives way to this little story about a young man who finds out his bride-to-be is pregnant and has to decide what to do about it. Joseph hears the words of the angel, decides to do as he's been told, and then Jesus is born. That's it. Not even a full sentence on what seems like the most important part of all this. No angelic fanfare or adoring shepherds in Matthew's story. The Magi are still working out their astrological calculations from across the desert at this point. A young man, a young woman, a difficult decision, a baby. That's how the Messiah ushers in the kingdom of God. Later on in the gospel, in chapter 13, Jesus tells parables about the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, he says. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it's the greatest of all shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. And then the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and hid inside three measures, which for those of you not up on your ancient weights and measures is about six gallons of flour until all of it was leavened. Matthew saw the kingdom of God had come, but it wasn't big, grand, flashy, impressive. It was a tiny seed, a bit of yeast hidden in a massive batch of dough, a baby. But the seed would become a tree. The yeast would expand throughout the whole batch. The child would be visited by Gentile astrologers and would threaten kings. This is how God's kingdom comes. Always has. A faithful remnant would return from exile in Babylon. Gideon's grand army is whittled down to 300 to face the Midianites who threaten them. Your faces are in little boxes in a little Zoom meeting. Growth also comes to the kingdom, of course, and the grand and the earth-shaking are undoubtedly a part of it too. But what Matthew saw and wanted most to tell the little group of Jesus followers that he wrote this gospel for just a few decades after Jesus' death and resurrection— What Matthew saw was to remember that the kingdom always starts small, simple, humble, 
hidden. Like a seed in the ground, yeast in a dough, a baby in a small, out-of-the-way town born to parents whose premarital sexual practices were certainly being whispered about behind their backs. Like a little light in a dark room, where even if it's pitch black, as soon as the light goes on, everything changes. Like a little group who wants to follow Jesus into the world together, who wants to be a group shaped by kingdom values, and think that maybe others might be interested in that too. A little church that doesn't plan on using the grand, the impressive, the flashy, the eye-catching, but the simple, the humble, the hidden, the small. Because that's the way the kingdom comes, with a baby named Jesus, God with us.